guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. So you might be asking why, you might be asking why we just did that. It's kind of a weird exercise. We're talking about things that we, the traits that we find in other people that we are thankful for, that we admire in other people. And uh, the reason that we did that is because I want you to get used to calling those things out in other people. What my hope was, was there was a point where you were looking at someone in your mind's eye, someone that you really admire and really appreciate, and you were saying, what are the characteristics of that person? That was kind of my, my hope, and maybe that wasn't exactly what you did, but my goal is to see you calling out these things and other people. My, my point is that with a little thought and creativity, you can be a huge gift to your friends and family by calling out these things that you appreciate in other people, just by expressing how you feel about other people. And I have been to public school. Um, I have known enough homeschoolers. I have... I have frequented the internet, and I am very aware of the negative voices that often are bombarding people. I am, uh, and I'm not in your life, I'm not on your internet, but I am aware that there's a lot of negativity out, of there, out there. There is a lot of, there are a lot of voices that are saying negative things. My pastor growing up, um, he was my best friend's dad, and he said this one time that I just, it really stuck with me. He said, when you sit down with a group of people, notice how long it takes for the conversation to turn negative. Notice that. Think, like, watch and listen and, and see how quickly our conversations just rot into whether we're criticizing people or complaining about something or, or just being negative in general. Pay attention to how quickly you see that in people in just a group conversation and how quickly you see that in yourself. Because if we're not careful, that can happen when we talk about people. We can, that can happen where we, we just, it just becomes easy to put people down, to complain about them, and to criticize them. But using a few kind words and being thankful for people can make a huge difference in their lives. A huge difference in their lives, like the people that you appreciate, but it can also make a huge difference in your life. And I think that's really interesting that not only can you change the people that you're talking to, but when you begin to call these things out on other people, it changes you as well. And it improves you as well. That's exactly what a man named Paul did as he wrote a letter to the church in the city of Colossae. So he wrote a letter that we call Colossians. And if you have the Bible with you or like the Bible app, I'd love for you to bring that up. Bring up your app there. And uh, if you could go to Colossians 1. Colossians 1. This is a letter that Paul wrote to the church in Colossae. Um, and if you're looking, we're not going to read the whole thing, but if you're like looking for something to read and you're like 10 and 10, um, Colossians is four chapters. It's a, it's a quick read. This might be like one or two days that you can read this one. Um, and really interesting things in there that Paul talked about. Um, so I'm going to read Colossians uh, 1, 3. This is like, this is the one verse. If I, I want you to bring it up. Maybe take a screenshot so you remember, put it in a note, a reminder, something to take a look at the whole letter of Colossians because it's really, really interesting. So there are two things I want to hit on. Two things I want to hit on here tonight. As we're going into Thanksgiving, um, I was processing what we have this one week between Apex tonight and Friendsgiving. I was like, we have this one week leading into Thanksgiving. What are we going to talk about? What could be important here tonight? And it seemed appropriate to talk about giving thanks. And uh, the title we're working from is Thank God. Thank God. And that is a phrase that we hear a lot and say a lot. And uh, in, the, in your small groups, you'll talk about that a little bit. But as we're giving thanks to God, there are two things you need to do. You need to talk to God and you need to talk 
to them. As you're thanking God for the people in your life, you need to not only thank God or talk to God, but talk to the people that you're thankful for. So let's first um, talk to God. First, talking about talking to God. So this first verse here, Colossians 1.3, grabs my attention. And in the whole book of Colossians, this first verse is really interesting. Well, it's the third verse. And it says, we always pray for you. So Paul is also writing on behalf of his friend Timothy. And he says, we always pray for you. And we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul is in the habit of giving thanks and praying for people. And it's not like if we pray for you, it's always. (laughs) We are always praying for you. We are always thinking about you and we are super thankful for you. So I'd like uh, for you to stop and think about that phrase. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Um, Raise your hand if someone's ever said that to you. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. If you have a need, yes, almost everyone. Put your hand down and put it back up. If you've said it to someone, I'll pray for you. Maybe not as many. Yeah, but a bunch of you. I'll pray for you about that. Um, Don't, it's a nice like Christian thing to say. That's like a nice response that you say in church. Now don't raise your hand, but how many in this room thinking to yourself have said that and then didn't? (laughs) You said, I'll pray for you. And then you like forgot or you like hated the person. You're like, no, not getting my prayers, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm not better than it. So So let's learn a quick and easy lesson from Paul here. and actually follow through when we say we're going to pray for somebody. This is like a really simple, easy thing. But follow through when you say you're going to pray for someone. And maybe changing our verbiage from I'll pray for you to I prayed for you. <laughs> like when people come up to me with prayer requests, and I don't always do it, but one of my favorite like easy ways to apply this verse is to say, can we just do it right now? Can we pray right now? I won't forget. They'll be encouraged. I'll be encouraged. I prayed for you. I was in a, a group text with some of the men from the church for like a prayer request and one of the men in the men's group at church. And, and I took notice, like they sent out this big message about who was suffering, what they needed. And the, the text started coming, right? My phone just blew up for an hour. We'll, I'll pray for you. I'll be praying. We'll be praying. But it stuck out to me, the ones that said, prayed. I prayed for you. Because it's not like this nebulous abstract idea I'll be praying for like that's like good vibes right and and I don't like I won't say I don't believe in good vibes you know what I'm saying though right like prayer is not just this feeling that we have positivity like prayer is a conversation with God so when I say I've I've been praying for you that means I have spent time talking to God about your need so it really stuck out to me when the people didn't say I'll be praying for you they said I prayed for you So just to take a quick application, um, pray right away, pray right away. And that doesn't mean that if like someone has a need and you like pray for it later that it doesn't count, it certainly equally counts. But the longer you wait, the much more easy it is to forget. (laughs) It is for me and I have forgotten many times and I don't want that to be me. I wanna be someone that prays for people's needs, especially when I say, so why not pray right away? And praying for the people in our lives is important and it shouldn't just happen when they have a need. We shouldn't only be praying for people when they have a need. We should be praying about the people we care about all the time. Like my daily prayers involve the, many of the people in my life. And, and that doesn't mean I pray for every single person I know every single day. But you, there are people that I pray for. I pray for my wife every single day. I pray for close friends when they're in need. And sometimes God just says, hey, pray for this person today. And I do. And there are times what, like every day for two weeks, he's like, 
there's a man named Cody Spencer, and he's a youth pastor in New York. And God just put him on my heart and said, pray for this guy for like two weeks. And finally, I texted him. I was like, bro, I don't know what I'm praying for, but I've been praying for you. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't say I prayed for you. I should have. But I said, I have been praying for you. God's brought you into my mind these past few weeks. I don't know what it is. And so we had a little conversation, and he was blessed by that, just that he was getting prayer from some person in Pennsylvania that he doesn't know super well. So when you, you can pray for the people in your life and also like thank God for them. <laughs> thank God that put, God has put people in your life and ask him to bless those people. Don't just wait for someone to have this horrible disaster to pray for them. People, you can pray for people without this huge need. So in this third verse, Paul says that he prays and gives thanks for his friends in the Colossian church. But Paul is no stranger to giving thanks and praying. <laughs> this is not something that, um, that this happened this one time. God uses, or um, Paul uses the Greek word for thankful 46 times throughout his letters. 46 times he uses this word, this Greek word that means that we translate to thankful. And in this letter, this four chapter letter, he uses it seven times, <laughs> seven times in this one letter. So we have that one in first, uh, in Colossians 1, 3. I'm going to just read through them all. We always pray for you and we give thanks to God, the father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. And then in Colossians 1, 11 and 12, it says, we also pray that you will be strengthened with all of his glorious power. So you will have all the endurance and patience you need. Maybe you'll be filled or, or may you be filled with joy, always thanking the father he has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. And then Colossians 2, 7, let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overthrow with what? You will overflow with what? Thankfulness. Overflow with thankfulness. And let the peace, this is Colossians 3, 15, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you were called to live in peace and always be what? Thankful. Colossians 3, 16. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with what? Thankful hearts. With thankful hearts. That's the verse we use for the series playlist, if, you're, if that's ringing a bell. It's because that's the theme verse for that series. And then the next verse, Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving what? Thanks through him to God the Father. That's three verses in a row, in case you weren't keeping up. Three, 15, 16, and 17. And then finally, in Colossians 4.2, he says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a what? a thankful heart. This was important to Paul. And it seems to me that it was an important message that Paul wanted to impress on the people in the Colossian church. He was a thankful man and he was a prayerful man. And he was constantly thankful, thanking God for the people in this church. I'd like you to consider what your prayers sound like. What do your prayers sound like? Because it can be really easy to get into the routine of selfish prayer. It's so easy to just pray for, I have this test tomorrow. I have this hurt in my life. I have this, this pain in my back. I have this, I have this, I have this. It's really easy to get into that habit. And we can forget that God wants us to put others before us and to think about other people and not only be focused on our own needs and desires. Praying for other people is a great way to put others first. So um, God doesn't only want us to hear a prayer about another person if they are disrupting our lives, right? So like, God, please help Jeffrey because he won't shut up in Spanish class. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like he, he doesn't only want to hear about other people when they're an inconvenience to you. So a great practice is to thank God for the people that he's put in your life and ask for God to meet their needs and to bless them in a big way. So if you have trouble on how to put those prayers together, think about that little exercise from the beginning. Thank you, God, because Jeffrey is such a generous friend. Uh, I couldn't pay for lunch, and he was behind me, and he paid for it. Thank you so much because, uh, because of Sadie's big heart, because I was, she could tell I was upset, and she comforted me. Think about those words, that you, those, those traits that you see in people that you're thankful for and admire, and pray about them, and thank God for those traits that you see in people. Talk to God. Don't just talk to God. This is a really, this is where like this can get feet. Like your relationship with God in this is very important. But another thing that's important is your relationship with other people. So don't just talk to God. Also call these things out and talk to them. Talk to them. Talk to those people that you are thankful for and that you admire and that have impacted your life. Um, this can be a really big deal to people when you appreciate them for who they are. People remember that stuff. Like I remember uh, just this past Saturday, I had somebody talk to me about some stuff they saw in me and that God was like doing in me. And like, I, I will, I wrote it down. Like, I will have that forever because um, in that specific situation, it was God like spoke something to him to speak to me. But you don't have to wait from a, for a word from the Lord to tell someone that you love how generous they are and how hardworking they are. Call this out in the people in your lives. Let people know that you're thankful for them and that you're praying for them. And um, you can do that in a variety of different ways. So maybe it's a private message, maybe it's a DM, maybe it's a postcard. And that may sound silly to you uh, to use the snail mail, but guys, people love their snail mail. Not everybody, but some people do. So like research shows that you know all the mail that comes to your house. You've probably seen you know maybe maybe you get the mail or right maybe a parent comes in with that giant handful and like. 99% of it goes into the recycling immediately, right? In my house, it does. It's just mostly garbage. They say that the average American household receives a personal letter once every seven weeks. A personal letter once in, and not, it's not per person, that's per household. Once every like two months or so. That, if there's four people in your household, that's like once in eight months, most of the year, that you would get a personal letter. That is so rare. And so that can mean a lot to people when you send something personal in the mail. And, and you don't have to do it that way. A text message can mean a lot to people. A note left on a desk means a lot to people. What my point is, is that you would call out the things that you are thankful for in the people around you. Some in here um, are hearing me talk about thankfulness and you're saying, well, I don't really have anything to be thankful for. And I would like to challenge you on that. I, I would say that you definitely have things in your life that you can be thankful for, but I think you could be better at picking them out. I think you could be better at looking around you and looking for things to be thankful for, looking for the things that you're thankful for, and calling them out and recognizing, hey, I actually am thankful for those things. So at the very least, we can all be thankful for what Jesus has done, right? So we can all be thankful because we believe that God is love, but our sin separates us from God. So Jesus paid for our sin, then came back to life. And all we have to do to have access for Jesus paying for our sin is that we have to decide to put our faith in God. And once we do that, the Holy Spirit will help us live for God. That's at the basis of everything. Like the reason we come to church, we, have, we can be thankful for what God has done in our life. 
We can be thankful for the Father's love and, and the Son's sacrifice and the Holy Spirit's help. Thankfulness and gratitude are like a muscle. And, and as you work out this gratitude muscle, it becomes more easy. As you recognize the things in your life and you see the blessings and you're looking for things to be thankful for and you're looking for people to appreciate, you're gonna see it more and more. That's just how it works. It's just like working on a muscle. It gets stronger. And when you start to look for these things, you're gonna start finding them. Tonight in our small groups, we're gonna just be in your small groups for like a moment, just long enough to do this exercise. So we had questions, but we're gonna run out of time for that. Um, but I want you to spend just a few moments in your small group so that you can put this into action. And what I want you to do, we're just gonna go to the four corners of the room, and I want you to, do, to send that DM or that PM or that text message. Um, we have note cards also, so if you wanna like write a note to your teacher or to a parent or somebody that you're gonna see that you can hand a paper note to, you can do that as well. But I want to challenge you, like, don't, if you can not use paper this time, don't, because I want to make sure you do it. I want to make sure it happens here, that it actually happens, that you send that text message. And, and maybe in your group, you can talk about what you're sending or who you're sending it to. You don't have to, like, get into the details of what you're saying, but talk about who you're sending it to. Maybe it's a sibling, maybe it's a parent or a friend or somebody that you admire and that you appreciate. So be specific when you thank people. Be specific and say, hey, I'm thankful for you as a friend because you are caring. I'm thankful for you as a friend because I know that I can count on you. Be specific and thank somebody. It's really easy in this time of year to make Thanksgiving about food <laughs> and football and traveling. And it can be exhausting. And like some people don't look forward to it because I'm going to have to go to four Thanksgivings in a couple days <laughs> in like a span of two days. So like it can be difficult to not... To, to, to let, it can be easy to let thankfulness not be the thing. Would you stay with me and help me uh, in your life by keeping thankfulness the thing? Keep thankfulness the thing for this Thanksgiving. I know it's two weeks from now, but make thankfulness the thing that this holiday is about. Make that the thing because I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss that opportunity to be thankful for something and, and be thankful for someone in your life. So as you're counting your blessings, as you're being thankful, talk to God, give him thanks and pray for your loved ones and talk to them and show them your appreciation. Say something kind to someone you're thankful for in a world where kind words are often hard to come by. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for Thanksgiving. And it's time that we can reflect on the many blessings that you've given us throughout this year, God. I thank you so much that we have this family to be thankful for. I thank you for the people that are standing in this room, that are sitting in this room. And I'm so thankful for what you're doing in their lives and how you've used them to touch my life, God. And I pray that in this room, we together are becoming more close to you, that we don't walk out of this room without looking a little bit more like you. So I'm thankful for the work that you're doing in my life. And I'm thankful for the work that you're doing in the lives of these students and adults that are committed to you, God. We are so thankful to you. And I pray you give us the courage to be thankful to the people in our lives, God. We love you and we praise you. In your precious name we pray. Everybody said, amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.